Yes. All recording. We're all recording. Yeah. For recording. Is that like recording, but for furries? Uh, who said for recording? Sounded like you did. I said we're all recording. Ah, that would make more sense. But it's not as funny. Speaking of funny, question for you guys, and I'm sure... Welcome to the Voluntary <laughs> Being Podcast. <laughs> and I'm sure this will prove divisive among our generation, but what do you two prefer? Instant memes or memes that require time and effort? What? What? <laughs> time... time. Like, what are instant memes? Like, just add water? <laughs> put them in the microwave? Yeah. I prefer a nice home-cooked yeah. meme. Yeah, like just, like, just add text over an image meme versus hours of video editing like a lot of the steamed hams memes. So, as a studier of memes... <laughs> academically yes memes are an overused term and true memes are easily replicated inside jokes basically um so a lot of what people consider memes which could be just a short video that is funny but has nothing to do with anything else or like just an image with some text on it those those aren't really memes Mm -hmm. so i guess i don't know there's like there's funny posts and I, I like all of them, but in terms of memes, like, unless you're putting in an effort to speak a shared language using an inside joke and, like, re-editing a commonly used, you know, joke, it's not actually even a meme. Ah. So. It's kind of a hard burn. <laughs> <you know? laughs> there you go. It's like, it's like a gatekeeped meme. Exactly. Yeah. You know? It's it's definitely not a soft berm. No, you gotta pref- if no. you prefer hard berms, then you are one hundred percent one of the rude crew, the rude crew. I believe to all of you listeners out there, that was not a meme that I just it actually made. was it a was meme an inside joke. No, that is a meme. What you said is a meme. Mm. Yes. It- <laughs> no, I know what memes are, Andrew. <laughs> I studied them, Andrew. If something. <laughs> If something carries meaning to a group of people, then it's kind of a meme. Yeah, and can be re reformatted easily and replicated using a different context, using a shared knowledge. That's what makes a meme. That's what makes one spicy. Spicy memes. Do you do you think because I mean, as you have claimed to be a a studier, a meme academic, if yes. you will. Do you, do you think the terms like dank and spicy are going to be like official? Like, or do you think they're going to be in the literature surrounding memes in the years? They to better come? be right. Stale, spicy, dank. There's a lot of dead memes. Dead memes. Oof. Uh, dead dead memes. There better be a a Wikipedia article <laughs> with dead memes. Actually, I wonder. So like. What makes something a dead meme? It's um something that uh you know if you see it you go God <laughs> that that meme is dead. Right. You guys are pathetic. Right. 
but it's, it's this. I'll know it when I see it. Oh, God. This is there's a stale meme, which is like mm, this thing's at the very end of its life cycle. But I guess if you maybe put a bit of a spin on it, it could be like passable. Then there's a dead meme, which is like if someone made a Harambe reference right now. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, no, that thing is so fucking dead. Harambe uh, is beyond revival. It's it's the one case where using the name in the definition is what okay. about What about legacy memes that are just kind of online culture at this point? You mean like the like the Drake uh, like looking one way and like frowning, then like pointing his finger and smiling. Yeah, or like, like the that have kind of stood the test. Yeah, or of like time. the guy looking at another girl where his girl is upset with him. Yeah, sure, those exist. Mm-hmm. They're not dead. Yeah. <laughs> is that the uh, is is that the word for them though? Is it legacy meme or is, is I don't something think there's else? a word for them. I I call them memes. I would say that um, the hottest meme stars burn the brightest. And also the quickest. That's true. So those those memes that were just on fire, they usually die out pretty quick. But then like those Drake memes and the guy looking back memes, those were never really like absolutely tearing up the meme world. They were always like kind of decent second tier memes. So yeah. They've just kind of, they've lasted longer. They're like the red dwarfs <laughs> of memes. <laughs> they're, they never really burn too bright, but man, they're going to outlive all these gas giants that uh are gonna burn out quickly see i i prefer the memes that are just incredibly funny for like a day or two and then like looking back you won't you don't even remember what they are <laughs> like they're they're just real fucking good for like 48 hours and then we don't even remember to put them in the meme section of the podcast <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh my really? god Cafefe. oh man that was not a meme. <laughs> well, well. All right, now that we've defined memes, it's time to define episode 70 of the Voluntary Viewing Podcast. We are no longer the sexy number, but we are nevertheless sexy. On October 13th, 2019, today on the podcast, we have... Memeologist Ryan Holtz. You can take my digital media studies certificate from my cold, dead hands. Wait, I thought you majored in that. No. Oh, my it's bad. Not a major. I apologize. Can't major that shit. <laughs> Can't major in memes. <laughs> no matter how much you want to. You can minor in it. <laughs> <laughs> also on the podcast today we have andrew clark the man who was asked to fuck her with his uniform on she grabbed him by the bat and he was going going gone he never finished his sex because he's so juiced up but she nutted three times and they bashed and he bounced how long is this gonna keep <laughs> all going of october <laughs> oh wow Decided- I get it, because it's baseball. It's like World Series. We live for October. Yeah, uh, Mr. October. Not Reggie Jackson, Andrew Clark. 
the Brewers were eliminated on an error in oh one game. Oh my god, that was heartbreaking. Uh, um, yeah. Also, I thought October was just going to be a Lonely Island month for Andrew, but I guess I'll start learning more uh, Bash Brothers songs. Okay. Um, I do want to say real quick, I know it's been a couple of weeks, but when the Brewers were in that elimination game, um, the wild card round, there was a, a really bad storm that passed through Wisconsin, and we lost our TV signal in the, the top of the third oh, no. inning. And the TV came back on in the top of the ninth. <laughs> <laughs> and we were down. I, I didn't know what was going on because the internet was also out. Um, and when the TV had lost the signal originally, we were up three runs. And then it came back on like over an hour later. <laughs> and we were down by one run. <laughs> And there was two outs in the ninth. <laughs> I was like, what? What happened? <laughs> What's going on? I'm so shocked and scared. Yeah. Juan Soto happened. <sighs> yeah. Oh, well. I'm Lucas Major League DeWriter, and we've got one hell of a show for you tonight. It's a podcast a show. I feel like, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ryan? I feel like show is usually in front of a live audience. That's I don't true. know if that's just me. No, I, I get that. That's the origin of it, at least. So, we gotta get a live audience in here. Each one of us can have one... Recorded in front of a live studio audience. <laughs> oh, before we go any further, shout-outs to sexy, although I think they changed it to sensual, Richard Nixon for being our first ever Patreon donor. That's way better. <laughs> yeah, sensual is definitely Sen- better. Okay. Yeah, sensual Richard Nixon is way better than sexy Richard that Nixon. That is Good move. definitely uh, not a lateral move. That is an upward move. I am checking the email right now to see if they sent an insult for Andrew to read. But either way, thank you so much for your patronage. Sexy, uh, sensual, apologies. Sensual, Richard Nixon. And, uh, yeah, really appreciate it. Um, I think right now that money is going to go directly into uh, hosting our catalog on SoundCloud once we hit that... uh, 15 a month, though, I think we will start dispersing it or putting it into a pool to uh, improve equipment or just general general dimensions of the podcast. But uh, thank you again. And if anybody wants to follow suit, we will also give you a shout out. We'll just talk about you for like half an hour. <laughs> half the podcast. We're cutting the news of the week segment a little short this week, folks, because today we're talking about sensual Richard Nixon. I hear that guy has a huge dick. (laughs) Richard Nixon or this guy? Or both? This guy. Is it a tricky dick, Andrew? Hey. (laughs) That was an answer. Stop, Stop avoiding the question. You're being evasive. Uh, Yes, I believe believe that dick is tricky. Uh, I do not recall uh, the trickiness of it. Uh, apologies. I in in the official deposition of Andrew Clark regarding the case of Central Richard Nixon. I have plausible de- deniability in terms of the trickiness of that dick. 
I don't think plausible deniability <laughs> is a thing that you say. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Your Honor, I have plausible deniability. Your Honor, I made sure that I made like a secondary <laughs> alibi that I could maybe fall back on in case someone called me out. I made sure of that, so it, don't worry. Your Honor, I think I covered my track pretty well. <laughs> That's pretty accurate. All right, because I have been reminded that it is genuinely better towards a podcast viewership if we segment these sections. We are going into News of the Week. Oh, man, we don't have a song because we haven't done them in so long. <sighs> so that was my song. Oh, when I have a free afternoon, I'll, I'll find some shit on YouTube music. All right. Yeah. Make sure to play it for like 30 <laughs> seconds so that Andrew right? will be really happy. Yeah. Sensual Richard Nixon, you've donated to a very high-quality podcast <laughs> where <laughs> the motto is, eh, I'll find some free shit on YouTube later. It's such a high-quality podcast that there's a good chance that they will be half as long in the future, but also twice as many of them. Yeah. 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 The PlayStation 5 is coming out in late 2020. Also, it's called the PlayStation hey. 5. Hey. That makes sense, though. <laughs> Nothing is yeah. surprising. Yeah. Like, good on play- like Sony for actually keeping a like worthwhile naming convention. Right? Fucking yeah. Xbox and Nintendo. I, just all over the gaff. Yeah, it's I, impossible. I'm okay with Nintendo switching uh, because their consoles are very different. Let's talk about Wii U for a second. Yeah, okay, yeah, that was <laughs> do a, you have a uh, Do you have a minute to talk about our Lord and Savior, Wii U? The Wii U, Wii U shouldn't U? have no. existed. Yeah. The Wii U shouldn't have existed. <laughs> The Wii U as a console could have existed, but the fact that they called it the Wii U, I think, single-handedly killed the console. Uh, yep, that did not help. <laughs> I think I think we're going to learn a lot about what video games are in a couple. I'm sure a couple of months when Microsoft reveals what the next console for them is going to be, because if it is just going to be like the Xbox, n- put in <laughs> a word, fucking whatever. But if they if they don't just go balls to the wall and call it the X Sphere, I'm gonna be real mad. I you know what they came off a generation where they inarguably were the losers. So yeah, it's time to shake it up. Microsoft, I have never paid a single dollar for any Xbox consoles, games, or memorabilia. You owe me. <laughs> uh, hey, they're charged on USB C. Yeah, getting standardized. The superior way to do it. Uh, Also, and I had just kind of assumed that this was a thing, uh, having your controller connected to the console via the USB-C should reduce latency. Wait, but it's not permanently, No, correct, yeah. It's still a wireless controller, but connecting it with the USB-C will have slightly less lag than it would otherwise. You do need a lightning dongle, though. <laughs> but I feel like most of the time you're going to be playing wirelessly anyway, so that might not yeah. Yeah. make too much of a difference. I'm just, I'm still impressed that the Xbox One controllers use just, like, fucking double-A batteries. <laughs> <laughs> like, the PS3... They're so goddamn heavy, though. Yeah, the PS3 fucking figured this out. Like, yep. it's not hard to put a rechargeable battery in a controller natively. 
Oh my god. <laughs> the it's le- like we're back to the Wii in 2006. The the left controllers on the Switch will just stop working for any number of reasons. But they're still better than a thing that needs a battery. Yeah. Not, and not just a battery. It's not even just that, like, oh, it has a removable battery and you can charge it up. Like, it's just fucking double A batteries. Yeah, no, it's just, like, grab them out of your junk drawer in your kitchen, plug them into your video game controller, and maybe it'll work for a few hours. Is Xbox on and the then... fucking Duracell pay, uh, payroll? Ooh. Follow the money. Lucas, you're a journalist. <laughs> yeah, Luke, Lucas, you're <laughs> a journalist. You can actually follow the money on this. That'd be amazing if there was like a battery lobby <laughs> actually doing awesome. something like that. You could, you could uncover some shit. I mean... And Sony's being blackballed <laughs> for, for not using yeah. <laughs> in double A's. Um, I, I don't think there was anything really shocking in this PlayStation 5 uh, announcement. Um, Solid State Drive, which supposedly is going to reduce uh, load times to almost nothing, which I am still really skeptical about. <laughs> That's not how Solid State Drives work. No. <laughs> We, we've we've got them on PC. We've had them for like ten years now. They're they're much better, but that's not how that works. No, that's not how any of this works. Um. Also, haptic feedback in the controller. Apparently, yeah, that worked. Woo! That means something. Buzz, buzz, buzz. We've just heard our first buzzword. <laughs> haptic, literally, feedback. Literally a buzzword. It's a word that means No, buzz. because there's tension in the rope when you load the crossbow. That means it should be harder Whoa. to push the button, right? Oh, my God. HD rumble? <laughs> Can I shake the controller and figure out how many balls are in a box? Ooh. You got me. You got me hooked, baby. Um, And I guess just my closing thought on this PlayStation 5 announcement is that it's increasingly weird that we are a almost exactly a year out from the next console generation, and we have yet to hear anything from Xbox. Hmm. Well, we don't know when it's coming out for Xbox. Uh, there, or there isn't it could one. Be, it could be the next year. Dun, dun, dun. All right, you know what? If they want to take their time and get that shit right and cover a lot of the ground they lost, then cool. Good. That's probably smart. Or- or Microsoft. We're releasing the Xbox One S Pro X. Yeah, Jesus. Or Microsoft creates a prefab PC dedicated for gaming, but also with some, you know, little side projects and uh, joins the PC elitists. It's also got oh. Netflix and Disney Plus, Hulu. Yeah. HBO mm. Go. Voice controls that don't work. <laughs> I was just killed by turn off Xbox One. No! Alright, so... um, We decided we're not using Clusterfuck. No, wait, not Clusterfuck. Dumpster Fire anymore, right? Yeah, Dumpster Fire's out. Okay, so this is either a shit show or bad enough that it has reached Clusterfuck status. Um... Blizzard suspended a pro Hearthstone player 
uh, from future competition and uh, withheld their accumulated prize money after he voiced support for Hong Kong protesters, which sparked a surprising and intense chain of events. Uh, Blizzard as a company was just dragged on social media and even protested uh, for them taking action against somebody speaking out in favor of the Hong Kong protesters. A lot of people seeing it as them uh, very much valuing their business uh, ties to China over people's free speech or even uh, maybe more severely a, a group of people trying to keep their autonomy. Uh, Blizzard employees staged a walkout in response to the company's decision. And uh, I believe this just happened yesterday. Blizzard put out a statement that they will give the player his prize money uh, and reduce the suspension of him and the um, kind of Hearthstone announcers involved. Their suspension was dropped to only six months, which it was never about the money. It was never about the suspension. So this seems kind of more them trying to make peace with it, but also not really not really changing their stance at all, which a lot of people take issue with. Did you guys see any of this play out, and what are your thoughts on it? I saw some of it, but like we've I think the broader context of this entire situation is that Boyd is trying to have a lot of influence on yeah everything. I mean, like, I, I think we probably, I'm sure it's on the planning document here later. I mean, there's several other incidents that have, like, involved the kind of China's power over everything in regards to the Hong Kong protests. Like, everything that's going on right now in the NBA. Uh, fucking South mm. Park. <laughs> uh, yeah, Hearthstone. Like, it's it's pretty fucking crazy. I, are either of you able to speak confidently and explain the Hong Kong situation. It's kind of my understanding that a lot of the protests going on right now are in response to legislation that would give China extradition powers over Hong Kong, which a lot of the... That's where it yeah. started. They ended up pulling that bill because they're like, oh shit, Like these protests have been going on for a while. We should maybe not do this. China wasn't happy about that, but Hong Kong is like, we gotta restore some order. And they're like, okay guys, we're we're dropping the extradition bill, and everyone went like, cool, we're not going to stop them. Right, and now the movement has kind of become what seems like the people of Hong Kong wanting to stay a more or less independent nation. Yeah, they definitely want more autonomy right. away from China. They, I mean, they are definitely not okay with how much power China has over them as a nation. Which is almost all of it. Like, Hong Kong's pretty autonomous, but China definitely gets the final say in everything. Yeah. And, and that's the thing, is that, like, if China right now sent the military to Hong Kong, it wouldn't be an invasion. Like, it would, I mean, it would be kind of similar to if we sent troops to, like, Guam or... Maybe even Puerto Rico, not quite, but because like for all intents and purposes, Hong Kong is part of China. It's just kind of its own thing. 
it's it's definitely a whole ball of wax, yeah. Um, and yeah, it. I, I think Blizzard is getting rightfully dragged right now, and I hope that doesn't let up. Uh, I hope the Hong Kong protesters succeed in making Mai from Overwatch a symbol of Hong Kong rebellion so that China has to ban the game in the country. Well, and and that's the thing is that, I mean, from a business standpoint, I absolutely understand why Blizzard did what they did because if they get their products banned in China, that is a ton of fucking money that they're losing out on. And China's made it very clear that if you are even tangentially involved with someone who is supporting the Hong Kong protests, they will just nail your ass to the wall and have nothing to do with you anymore. Mm. At the same time, though, like, come on. I, no, exactly. And it would have been fine if Blizzard gave the usual corporate spiel after this player made that statement of saying, you know what, we don't... We do not support... We don't yeah. condone what he said, but you know what? Free speech. He's allowed to say whatever he wants on his platform, so long as it's not hateful or derogatory. But they didn't do that. They went one step further. They kowtowed to to people who can offer them a lot of money, and now they're paying the price for that. I mean, kind of, it's kind of the same as what the NBA did. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Ryan, do you want to talk about that? or? Yeah, I mean, in the NBA, it was just a really weird situation that kind of exploded out of nowhere, where an NBA GM for the Houston Rockets tweeted... Uh, support for the Hong Kong protests and then basically China got really upset and then Adam Silver came out in support of freedom of speech he didn't support his ideas I guess he just kind of said like we should be able to tweet whatever we want right without worry so then China basically threatened to pull all support from the NBA and mm. they kind of have lately um there's been a whole bunch of repercussions, including possibly lowering the salary cap for the first time in the NBA for about 20 years. It's just been steadily growing, and it's a lot of money that they've been counting on mm-hmm. coming from the Chinese market. And the problem is, is that Houston in particular is a big uh, Chinese team because of Yao Ming, who played for the Rockets for mm-hmm. his entire career. So they're probably yeah. the biggest Put- current team NBA team in China. So it's yeah, kind of basketball a big is thing. huge in China. Yeah. yeah, like a lot of development leagues for the NBA run through China. Well, indirectly, yeah. they're not officially associated. Well, no, they're they're not like related, but yeah. I mean, it's like there's absolutely a lot of players that maybe they didn't get drafted, so they go and play in China for a while. It's the same as going to Europe. Um, and then the only other thing related to that is that. Shocker, a company that sounds like it has terrible management, Riot Games, is forbidding uh, pro League of Legends players from bringing up podcast uh, politics in official broadcasts. So, that's also happening. Um, you know what? As, you know, as decent human beings, I believe that it's resp- our responsibility, despite our... You know, how, how much we stand to lose with this podcast, with all of our viewership, especially over in China. I think it's time that we take a stand and and say, you know, the Chinese government, you, you've, you've gone too far. I mean, they'll, they'll probably cancel us. I know we're going to lose a lot of business out of this, but 
I mean, you guys see where I'm coming from? I do understand. I do support Hong Kong. And if you, the listener, want to keep us going despite oppressive regimes in the world, then join sensual Richard Nixon and donate to our Patreon. Shameless plug. You're staying awfully quiet over there, Ryan. (laughs) Literally shameless. Uh, Ryan, let's see how quiet you can stay in this next one. Um, Google Stadia's vice president of engineering says that, quote, in a year or two, we'll have games that are running faster and feel more responsive in the cloud than they do locally, regardless of how powerful the local machine is, unquote, and it promises negative latency on the Google Stadia. (laughs) Oh, it's fucking wild. So... I, I really dug my teeth into this story because yep. it just sounds so weird. Yeah. Basically, what negative latency conjures up for me is an image of an of a basically an artificial intelligence that has been trained by the way that you play video games for like such a decent amount of like time that it actually can predict everything that you're going to do in the game before you even do it. Yeah. So like the feedback feels instantaneous for you because it's sending it from this <laughs> right AI before you, yeah, before you even choose the action. But then like it's so in tune with you that you're not actually playing the game in a weird way. Right. A robot that's exactly the same yeah, as I mean, you is playing the game for you, which is not true. That's not what they're actually doing. I had to dig into it a little bit. And basically what they do is they render out multiple different frames at once. And then whichever action you choose is the one that's displayed to you to cut down on like render times, which would be a big part of latency. Uh huh. Um, so it's actually like an interesting idea and we'll see if it actually pans out. Um, but in the meantime, I came up with a weird thought experiment. Yeah. <laughs> which is, is a predictive algorithm trained by your inputs to react as you would basically the same as you playing the game. Ooh. <laughs> I, I too have seen Westworld. <laughs> I I am uh, I'm a little curious. Um, I don't know. As, it's like a ship of the- Anthony, Thebes or whatever. Thesis. As Anthony Hopkins once said in season two of Westworld, oh God, <laughs> it's not the same. It's like a a tune being whistled by a soft-headed boy that he copied from somewhere else. <laughs> I'm I'm saying there's no discernible difference. Like literally, if you were to play the game and this AI played the game, the exact same thing would be on the screen both times. I think... But how do you know if the exact same thing would happen if you don't have any choice in the matter? No, like, we, if they removed you, and they literally had you press start and start a video game at the same time as this AI... And then you just watched a video game? No, and you did it side by side. You played while the AI played, and it was exactly the same every time. And then, yeah, they could, like, combine you, and it's playing for you. Uh, is that the same as you play? I'm going to say no, if only because my experience with some video games, when I run against a wall, often me figuring out how to progress is more uh, exponential than it is a steady progress, which AI is better at mimicking, like somebody slowly getting better at doing something than all of a sudden realizing what mistakes they're making. 
See, but you're talking about limitations of the technology. Right. I'm saying we're past that. Okay. <laughs> AI can actually completely mimic you to perfection. It's impossible it for the AI to mimic me because anytime I do something bad, it's because of lag. And if there is no <laughs> lag, then then how would it even copy me? Huh? Oh, wow. Answer that question, scientists. I mean, I'm kind of talking about single player games here because, yeah, multiplayer would be weird. But at the same time... I'm going to say no because especially in single player games, uh, I don't know, something like Grand Theft Auto maybe, there are times where... Yeah, what? I just want to kill an hour. I'll find hilarious ways to kill myself. And I, I don't think an AI would ever predict that. Wow. But I'm saying it does. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, you're talking about limitations. I'm saying it does predict that. Then, I mean... <laughs> it's not really a thought experiment if you're saying that like any input you have in the in the experiment is false. What about fa- what do you mean false? Like like Lucas and I are saying like no, it wouldn't be the same because it wouldn't be able to, you know, predict or copy us or whatever. And you're like no, but it does. Yeah, that's that's so what makes it, it a thought experiment. Right answer? Yeah, because obviously it wouldn't be the same as you if it couldn't mimic you. <laughs> but I'm saying it can mimic you perfectly. So is it the same oh, as you? I mean, like, is it your yeah, consciousness it, basically? <laughs> no. Okay. It, it it's mimicking me. Okay. It's that's different. Perfection. Yeah. If okay. it's like that's not the same consciousness. I'm not saying consciousness. I'm 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 using that as a as a slide in to is it the same as you playing the video game? No, it's not. I would say once I become aware that this perfectly constructed AI profile is playing the game for me or instead of me, that's when it stops being uh that that's when it becomes a worse experience. As soon as I know that I'm not actually in control, that that loses that loses some value to me. But wouldn't it be terrifying if you then tried to like throw off the algorithm by doing some weird shit and it did it? Absolutely. Like it knew it knew that you were like kind of like weird at out. That, it predicted when you would snap and try. Yeah. To- fuck everything yeah up. it knew that like oh he's he's starting to lose it like i know that this would be the point that this human being is going to lose it therefore this is the point that he literally like you know drives his car off a cliff mm. and it does it for you black Telling mirror you. give us money yeah <laughs> hashtag black mirror spec script um i feel a script coming along <laughs> Am I the only one that thinks that Google is overselling the Stadia? Mm, they kind of have to. I, yeah. It's such a I mean, crowded market out here, and with the video new video games are difficult to get into. Yeah, with the next gen consoles coming out, they almost have to oversell it. Mm. All right. I mean, I, 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 I don't know. I, I think. Hey, you can play AAA games on low-spec hardware in a browser as long as you pay us a subscription fee and then buy the game is enough of a selling point without them having to put out dubious claims like... And also, when you play it, there will be not only no latency, but negative latency. Like, they... I don't think they need to do that, but... I don't know if it's true. It's something that they're actually working on. I mean, why not? Oh, I thought we lost you for a second. <laughs> Sorry. 
have you guys heard of the Kickstarter game Enchanted Portals? I have. I have. Yeah. What do you think of this really high production Cuphead clone? It looks a lot like it's Cuphead. It's exactly the same. Right. How is this allowed? I. <laughs> it's the mechanics. It's just Cuphead with like kind of worse looking animation. I mean, well, it's like different looking animation. Like it would look like it's from a different animator from the 30s or whatever. Right. Like, it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't. How how is it allowed? Well, I Banjo Kazooie was allowed to come out after Mario sixty four. Is that the same though? There yeah, any, that's, the mechanics were all exactly the same. They were functionally the same. That is another mm, functionally seems strong. Mm. Isn't there a bird? <laughs> There's like <laughs> shit that goes on with that bird. This is literally two characters shooting different colored things at uh at bosses yeah are they even finger guns i think they have wands they have wands oh i thought they had finger guns. yeah they have wands but it's still the same they're shooting like little colored projectiles which by the way are the same colored like there's seeking projectiles there's normal projectiles there's like burst projectiles like three-way projectiles they have dash attacks there's levels where you're flying there's levels where you're on the ground like it's all exactly the same now, I know that the argument against this being bad is like, oh, lots of games are influenced by other games and like lots of genres are, ba- you know, functionally the same. Like, look at look at shooters or, you know, like fucking whatever. But like, come mm. on, this mm. is this is too much. Influenced is a is a word that is has limitations. I you, you can't just say that something that explicitly ripped off every single aspect of a video game is influenced by that video game. I mean, you say every single aspect, but there's also some clear creativity going on in this game. They turned the nursery rhyme of the cow that jumped over the moon into a tyrannical space cow that is also maybe a robot sometimes. Okay. <laughs> I, it, I, I don't yeah, there's going to be different bosses, but when they're literally the same, like, it's even the same style, like, giant bosses that you different. shoot at. It's the same thing. Yeah, this could be yeah. Cuphead 2, and no one would be, would blink an eye. Everyone would be like, yeah, that's exactly the same. I guess, okay, to be fair, I haven't heard the official reaction from the creators of Cuphead, so I don't, I don't know how they're viewing it, which I, I feel like matters, kind of. Maybe somewhat. Mm. They're probably advised not to say anything because of pending lawsuits. <laughs> That's what I would do. Fair. Yeah, I can't find anything about the uh, the people that made Cuphead reacting to this. So yeah, that's the thing that's going on. Um... Fortnite is down, also, if that matters yeah. to people. I um, mean, I think it kind of does. This is weird. Yeah, so Fortnite Wait, is down. Oh, you didn't see this, Andrew? Oh, my God. No, I you haven't. Can't, you can't sign into Fortnite right now. You can't play a game of Fortnite. It'll just take you to a black hole. And all of their social media is blacked out, also. And okay. this is... 
kind of a prelude event into the next season of the game. That's what most people think. Yeah. But they haven't said anything as to what it is. They just say it's an event happening now. And then all of a sudden, like, everyone, everyone's character and everything went into a black hole. Yeah. It was, it was really weird. And there may be numbers appearing sometime above the back, uh, above the black hole. And yeah. Yeah. It's weird. It's very weird. At the very least, it's like a desperate grab for relevancy. Yeah. But I'm thinking, like, the the Fortnite category on Twitch doesn't work anymore. Like, you, you there will be no games listed um, on Fortnite. And, like, just thinking of all the people's livelihoods that are really affected mm. by this. Oh, yeah, like streamers yeah. and shit? Like, fuck. Like, Ninja tweeted, and everyone was like, oh, your career is, like, over. <laughs> <laughs> like, he was kind of making a joke out of it, which I'm sure he's been informed as to what is actually going on. Right. Someone like him. But, like, maybe more of a mid-tier streamer that's kind of squeaking by. They wouldn't know. Like, they're, they're fucked. They have what no idea. What is Bruce going to do? <laughs> yeah, what's, what's Bruce Green going to do if he can't stream Fortnite? Uh, so we will keep you updated, voluntary viewing listeners, with what is going on with Fortnite, a game the three of us are almost certainly apathetic to. Never going to play again? Never again. I can't go back. Wow. Uh, also, concurrently, some people could not access the Epic Games launcher while this was happening, so they couldn't play any of their games. Uh, and then I would be remiss if I did not mention that uh, Epic Games is still a company that uh, is making their employees crunch for all of this Fortnite content to come out so quickly. So, yeah, maybe keep that in mind while we're uh, all boarding the hype train. None of us are boarding the hype train. <laughs> I meant... In the scope of the world. Not 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 this podcast. I don't have it in me to care about Fortnite again. But I bet you care about Rick and Morty. And let's g- talk about television. Theme music. Theme music. <laughs> music from themes. We have a trailer for Rick and Morty Season 4, Part 1. What do you guys think? Looks pretty standard. Looks fun. Yeah, looks like a continuation of last season, pretty much. These Even, are the, they're, they're airing the first half of the season, right? Did, yeah. Did they say how many episodes? This is just like five? Five, and oh then there'll God. be five more, presumably sometime in 2020. <laughs> They've got five episodes coming out, and then they have five more, and then 60 more after that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> if it the worked fuck? for The Walking Dead. Everyone was speculating that, like, oh, this must mean that they're, you know, they're going they're to longer seasons, rolling. like they're going to yeah. make more stuff. Nope. Nope. They're going to just keep at the same pace. Rick and Morty is going to be around for another 12 years. Yeah, I was going to say, Rick and Morty is going to release finale. five episodes every other year. I mean, really, it, it probably could get renewed again. Mm-hmm. So at the end of these 70 episodes, you're going to be looking at at least 2030. 
<laughs> I don't know, man. It's wild. Um, I think my favorite bit from the trailer is when, for some reason, Morty is using Rick's sci-fi tools to beat up people in a parking lot. And then the police call-in is just, uh, yeah, we have a, an Akira-type situation going on behind the school. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I enjoy a lot of fun in-jokes. I liked Rick uh, going, lab coat, rip off Dr. Strange. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that was good. That was good. There's, there's plenty of good stuff. It's, it's, it's a funny show. I always slay it, queen. But yes, I'm going to go slay that dragon. Oh. Let this let this salve sit for ten minutes, or else you'll die. Don't let it sit for twelve minutes, or off to hunt down what you become. Plenty of good stuff. Um, um, how closely are y'all following South Park? I hate that it's relevant again, but I am also very aware of this situation. Yeah. So for those of you that aren't aware, the second episode of South Park this season. Which, coincidentally, I actually watched before this all went down, even though I haven't watched, like, any South Park for the last, like, five years. Yeah. Um, the episode is called Band in China, where Randy wants to expand his weed business to the Chinese market using... Andrew, you would know this term. And, Lucas, you might, too. Is it, like, the China fallacy or, like, something to do with, like, how every business is like, if we can get even one slice of that Chinese market, we yeah. billions... Yeah. And it's like, yeah, but you got to get one slice of that Chinese market, yep. which is really hard. Everyone's just like, oh, I'll go there. And by the grace of me being there, I will get at least 1% of the Chinese market. Exactly. So then yeah. there was like a million other businesses all trying to do it. And that was kind of one of the jokes. But at the end, um, Randy accidentally goes to Chinese prison because he brought a bunch of his weed, which is illegal there. Mm-hmm. And there he discovers all sorts of problems with China, including Winnie the Pooh mm-hmm. being locked up. But eventually he has to make a deal with um, Xi Jinping uh, in order to get his weed carried in China. So he end, they end the episode with him uh, brutally murdering Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> oh my god. Um, and then all of a sudden he just gets a dump truck of money backed up to his house. <laughs> um, so it's pretty pretty open rebuke of a lot of Chinese policies and explaining the control that they have over a lot of american interests and ironically enough south park was then banned in china (laughs) Um, and then um in one of my favorite twists of this entertainment season um the episode was screened on the streets of hong kong (laughs) during the protests so that all the protesters could i don't know you know maybe take heart to the fact that some random animated show in america was aware of the problems that they were facing so can can you fucking imagine just that that is a big dick move (laughs) just like i mean it would be like if something really controversial was banned in america and then put someone put it on Times square yeah it's awesome it's it's pretty wild i wish it wasn't south park but it's still awesome yeah it has been Quite the week. It's been a ride. (laughs) With all these multinational conglomerates choosing to be very careful about their language when talking about anything related to China or Hong Kong, the meanwhile, South Park's 
a literal bull in a china shop. Who? Oh. Just fucking yeah, walking in there with no regard for anything. Who? Uh, not caring in the slightest. Who owns Comedy Central? Viacom. Oh. Huh. No. I. You know what? Credit for giving them creative independence. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's a strong performer for them, mm-hmm. and if uh, if they come out against it, then they probably would lose them. I can't imagine that Trey Parker and Matt Stone would be very down to uh, produce stuff for a company that they don't I jive with. I definitely so. get the impression that the two of them are just waiting for the day where they don't have to do South Park anymore. Very possible. And that takes us into the film category, where we don't have anything official in the planning doc, but I do have a question I'd like to propose to the two of you, unless you have news you'd like to bring up. How apropos. Yes. Um, so we know how Robert Pattinson is going to be the next Batman, right? Sure. Yes. What are your thoughts uh, regarding maybe... John Mulaney being the Riddler in those movies. Is this just your casting or is this like rumored? That is my ideal casting. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then we should get Kirsten Stewart to be Catwoman. And <laughs> and then we should get Jared Leto to be the oh, Joker. No. <laughs> it's kind of my understanding that uh, Robert Pattinson and Kirsten Stewart will not be on a project together anymore. Ooh tea yeah spill the fucking tea lucas de writer i mean that's the media contacts to figure that out lucas is a very connected man oh yeah i have a twitter account um i don't know maybe it's just me i don't really like john mulaney's uh narrative performances okay (laughs) like i he was fine as spider ham but he wasn't anything great and then i fucking hate big mouth <laughs> and if that gets me in hot water i don't care that shows fucking garbage no, big, big mouth is disgusting i i don't understand how people like why it. don't you two like big mouth it's just utter trash it's, tv it's not funny with no purpose and yeah it's the, 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 big, the biggest crime as of always with these sorts of things is it's not funny <laughs> it takes these liberties with the hope that like this shock humor is funny and it's just fucking not. Like, ugh. What a garbage TV show. I, mm, I'm warming up to Big Mouth, but fair enough. Yeah, no. Definitely uh, not for me. Uh, as, as someone who's actually seen a pretty decent amount of episodes <laughs> through uh, various types of brainwashing. You don't even like Coach Steve? No. Ugh. I, d- I don't particularly recall the character. Um... But I will say, there was never. I don't think there was a single moment that I thought was funny. It was more like slack jawed awe that <laughs> this shit was on Netflix. Okay. And then more slack jawed awe that John Mulaney signed a gargantuan deal with Netflix, which John Mulaney is probably my favorite stand-up comedian who's active right now. Yeah. So this is in no way a diss of John Mulaney. Right. But at the same time, he made a garbage sitcom called Mulaney that was terrible. And mm. now it, Big Mouth is what he's best known for. And it, I thought it was garbage. And 
he was in Into the Spider-Verse, but his part was relatively inconsequential and probably could have been replaced with anyone and it would have been fine. So Also, I I I have a question. Yes. Why does Nick Kroll keep getting work? Yeah. I've never <laughs> Why is been a Nick fan Kroll allowed to be in charge of something? Like what did he ever do that was like, oh yeah, Nick Kroll, like you can tell, like he's he's got the mind for he it. Was yeah. He was a fairly successful funny. comedian in the early and mid two thousands, got a Comedy Central show in the uh early and mid twenty tens, and Nick now he's Kroll on Netflix. Show. The the Kroll show sucked. Yeah, the Kroll show did suck. It got two I seasons. Mean, I think the only thing that people liked <laughs> wow. of his before Big Mouth was the league. And that was an ensemble show. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. It's not like Nick Kroll was the best part of the league. Yeah. I uh and I didn't like the league, so <laughs> <laughs> I really uh there's nothing for me from Nick Kroll, unfortunately. Even his Parks and Rec stuff fucking sucked. Oh. The the douche. That was that was like some of my least favorite plot lines of that entire show. So um, to answer your question, apparently no. <laughs> you would not I talked like my John... way through it, and you, no. You would not like John Mulaney as the Riddler in the next Batman movie featuring Robert Pattinson. Uh, apparently not. No. Okay. I would, but I respect your opinion. Are we moving into the other category? Yeah. Jay Gruden was fired. Yeah. Yeah. And they made him show up at 5 a.m. I would have just not gone. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, if I'm like, Jay Gruden, I would have been like, nah, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll be there at, like, 7. <laughs> I'll see you later. Yeah. Well, like, he, he seemed to know what was going on. Everyone someone asked him yeah. after the game, like, do you think you'll have a job on Monday? He's like, I guess I'll see if my keys still work. <laughs> I think the whole stadium knew that he was fired. Yeah. Before the game even started. Because everyone yeah. knew what the result of that game was going to be. Like, everyone knew the Patriots were going to wipe the floor with them. So then it was just a matter of, you know, he's he's gone after the game? He's gone tomorrow? <laughs> he's gone in a couple days? I don't know. So, yeah, that, that was just... He's not a bad coach, either. Mm. Like, no, that's the thing. Lucas and I were talking about this earlier... And I think my opinion of it on is like Jay Gruden's not a a good enough coach to be like, oh, if the team has been struggling for a long time, like give him the benefit of the doubt. But he's really not that bad of a coach. Yeah, no, he's had success there with the the, worst ownership in front office in the NFL. Absolutely. The the general manager fucking like they, they don't know how to evaluate talent. They don't know how to manage players. They don't know how to motivate them. They don't know when to pay people and when to not pay them. I don't know what the fuck is going on with their medical staff, but I think I saw something where it's like they've led the league in number of people on IR for, I don't know how many years. It's like almost 10 years. At least five years. It's like the whole thing is just a fucking shit show. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's almost a clusterfuck. Yeah. yeah. We are Nothing's not gonna change. Nothing's going to change until Dan Snyder... Finally gets the team taken away from him. Or at the very least get a new general manager. No. Bruce Allen sucks. That's not going to help. Because at the end of the day, it's going to be Dan Snyder there. <laughs> trying to run that godforsaken organization. And just change your goddamn name. Right? Yeah. Like, come on. How, how are you still clinging to this? It just... 
Come on. It's At least so change ridiculous. the logo. Good God. Change anything, but like, just change the name. It's not that big of a deal. No. Honestly, if for some reason Packers became a problematic word, I wouldn't even care that much if they had to change their name. Like, if they're still yeah. in Green Bay and they still have the same players, eh, you know what? It'd be fine with me. <laughs> like, like, I don't foresee so... that situation arising where Packers is a problematic term, but if it for some reason did... I'd be like, yeah, all right, cool. This team's still there, and there's still the same players that I've come to know and love. The colors will stay the same. Like, oh, well, we'll still have Lambeau Field. But yeah. no, apparently not. Apparently they seem to really happens. fucking care about it. Like, like, really care. Yeah. Which I feel like is the the problem. Yeah. <laughs> and you're not going to tell me what to do. How dare you try to take this away from me? Yeah. I just want one good argument that's not history or... I mean, really, it's just history. (laughs) Like, just any good argument. Like, even if it's just like, oh, the trademark costs would be, you know, in the hundreds of thousands. Though I think it would be bullshit, at least it would be something. You know? There would be some reason. Plus, if they changed their name and logo, think about all the merch they'd be able to sell. They'd sell a fuck ton. I I know a lot of people who don't want to wear anything Redskins related. The only argument I can see for keeping it is that they'd lose, I don't know, some kind of brand value or brand recognition by changing it. However, the Washington no, Redskins like it's have an NFL team. The Washington Redskins have sucked for a long time. There isn't a lot of brand power behind that, so I don't even think that holds up. I mean, like it, it would, it'd be one thing if the Chiefs had to change their name and logo or something like that. The Redskins don't really have a dog in the fight. They need to just change it. Yeah, yeah. I don't have a dog in the fight for the Chiefs or the Warriors or like some of those more neutral ones. If if there are Native American groups that are not cool with that name, then, yeah, they should be changed. Yeah. But, like, as as a personal thing, it's not, like, a slur. This is literally a slur. Like, yeah. This is very yeah. easy to change. Like, someone, someone tried to, like, you know, argue with me a while back, and it's like, oh, like, you know, like, when I was in high school, our mascot was the Spartans. Like, is that cultural appropriation or racist? No. It's like, here, here's the thing. How do you not see the difference? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like if if there was a team in like let's say Portland, uh, and they were the the Portland Samurai, you know, like <laughs> like sure, you know, like that's it's like a warrior thing, whatever. If, if you know, I I'm sure that there'd be some people out there that may be like, oh, that's cultural appropriation. We don't want you to do that, you know, whatever. Th- that's one thing. <laughs> However, if their thing. name was like. The Portland Slant Eyes. Oh my god! <laughs> like, like Whoa. you can't say that's okay. No. This, oh no! It's red. Their name is Redskin. This it's is, a fucking slur. This is gonna be clipped. <laughs> Andrew Clark. Yeah. No, it's. I feel like all journalists have either taken to calling the team Washington or the Skins. Yeah. No one says yeah. the full name anymore. In this article that we have linked in our planning document, the only time it's posted is from the official press release from the team. And they even say, the Skins announced the firing in a statement. And then in that statement is the only time they actually use the team's full name. So it's like, come on, It was a fucking robot chicken joke where they're like, yeah, we're ESPN. We're so out of touch. We still say Washington's football team's name. And like, 
You pretty much have to keep it. It's a lost shortened. battle at this point. It's unbelievable. Ugh. What Elon what, Musk what should do? The new name of the Washington's oh. football team be? Let's let's name it right now. What should they be? Ian wants the Red Tails. Red Tails. Mm. I'm like me. Like like a fox? No, or... like the the air, the fighting air oh, unit. A plane? Yeah. Okay. Which that's kind of lame. Okay. Wow. <laughs> It'd be better. Can we say that? It'd be better. It, no, absolutely. It'd be better. Washington <laughs> Revolutionaries. Yeah, you could name it after anything related to politics yep. or the government or anything. No, if they were the revolutionaries, there'd be a lot of people with Confederate flags there. Mm, I don't know about that. I think the, the Washington, Washington rebels. rebels would work. Yeah. I don't, I'm not saying Washington rebels. No. Rebels carries a different... The thing about the South, <laughs> the uh, mansplain, the Confederacy, is that was, that wasn't a revolution... It was literally a rebellion, and they wanted to be left alone. They didn't want to take over the North. Like, they wanted to be just separate from the North and have them exist peacefully alongside them, which is an insane vision, but that was their vision. It wasn't ever to take over uh, the entire country and enforce slavery on the entire country. So it, it is a little different, and I think the Washington revolutionaries wouldn't be bad. It's a little long. But it could be shortened to the Washington Revs. Yeah. That'd be okay. Um, I don't know. Washington Capitals, Washington Nationals. They could do like, I don't know, Washington anything related to D.C. Washington. Pick a cool animal and just... Oh, God. Just throw it out there. Let's not. The Washington Hawks. Washington Senators... It's a classic. Oh. The Washington presidents. Washington justice. <laughs> we don't have any <laughs> the single Washington name. Justice. Yeah, we don't have any single name uh, football teams, I don't think, right? Aren't they all plural? So it'd be weird. It'd be kind of fun. There are, I think there also isn't a single football team with an F in it, so they could capitalize on that. Hmm. Wait, F? What? The letter F. Yeah, but where Atlanta was the letter Falcons? F? I thought that was. I thought I read a Deadspin article that said that, or saw the title for it. Wait, but well, it was in, wrong. <laughs> in my name, my name was the what? <laughs> I, nothing. Sorry, I was just. No, no, Lucas is just saying that there wasn't, there weren't any teams that began with the letter F, so we should oh, find something that starts with F. But unrelated. there is a team that starts with F. Apologies. I thought you were. Ta- I thought you were talking about justice. Oh, okay. <laughs> no F in that. No. But no, I was thinking of like justice. all the. All the NF or um, MLS teams like Chicago Fire, Seattle Sounder. Oh, it's Sounders, isn't it? There are some though that are like single, uh, singular nouns hmm. versus plural nouns, which would make them stand out a little bit. The Birmingham Iron. Hey. Hmm. R.I.P. AFL. <laughs> no, AAF. Oh, AAFL. Yeah, that's right. The AFL was a different thing. That's true. What's going on with Elon Musk? Elon Musk admitted, "I'm a fucking idiot." Finally, <laughs> in a court, <laughs> yeah, in a court. I, I think it had to do with the lawsuit where he was really, really besmirching uh, one of the Thai cave rescuers, calling him a pedo guy on Twitter. <laughs> Turns out that there was a 
private investigator that he had hired to dig up dirt on this guy. Mm. Um, and the guy like pre- presented him with evidence that he married like a 12 year old in Thailand. So he thought that he was being really like, you know, funny by calling him out on something that he thought was like a slam dunk. But then everyone was just really confused and like, wait, why is, wait, did you just call him a pedophile? <laughs> like, wait, why? I'm so confused. Um, and then it turns out that, um it all leaked a couple months later i don't know if you guys remember this um he basically doubled down yeah everything that he said yeah and that was because he was talking with a reporter uh, <laughs> for a website and like leaked a bunch of the documents that uh his quote-unquote private investigator who turned out to be a con artist yep um sent him and said this is all off the record after leaking it to the reporter and the reporter's just like that's not how off the record works we both have to agree beforehand that it's off the record so then they just published all that stuff and then he's it's like yeah still i'm a fucking idiot like what what is my life and it's like yeah yeah you kind of are elon thankfully he has money that his dad made from apartheid that he can afford to be an idiot hey Sure. You def- you definitely Okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. Hold on now. I'm like, I mean, PayPal exists. It's, <laughs> it's kind of the thing that made him a lot of money, but yeah, I guess I don't know, in the same way that everyone's parents who, you know, help them pay their way through college. Yeah. You're not a, you're not a self-made person. Right. No. Oh well. Goddamn yeah and just like that we are moving into the meme corner the memes memes as we established at the top of this podcast the definition of a meme i do not know if this counts as a meme probably not but i enjoyed learning that the Blu-ray remaster of the Terminator movie just has Arnold Schwarzenegger's unobscured penis. Yep. And I know that nowadays a lot of uh, production studios don't actually allow their actors to be fully naked. I don't believe that was necessarily the case in the 80s. So that could just be Arnold Schwarzenegger's dog. I also feel like the the Terminator, I don't think, was expected to succeed in the way it did. So, it might not have been as much uh, evidence there. Mm-hmm. So, or, or thought and planning put into the cultural significance of that moment. <laughs> They're so. Terminator children's toys. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of thought that was weird. Like... Terminator is not a family-friendly movie. None of them are. No. Ugh. Any other memes or meme-adjacent stuff? Um, I didn't really see anything. Nothing that popped my bubble of social media influence. Uh, three weeks in a row, still seeing Goose Game stuff in the background. Appreciating that. Still hanging around. I, it's 
Just like Schwarzenegger's dong. Oh. Uh, hanging around, hanging to the right. Um. Starting to see more Fire Emblem memes, as I think we're in the territory of most people who are interested in that game have beaten it and are now reminiscing about it, kind of. Yeah, that's all I got. Pretty much. That takes us into the breakouts. Breakouts, breakouts. Andrew, what are you checking out? Um, I got back into Mindhunter. I Ooh. took a break from it for a while. I got about five episodes in and then just kind of got caught up with some stuff. But I watched like three episodes yesterday. So that was nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, it's still a really good show. And man, I really still fucking hate Holden. <laughs> You're not through the first season yet. No, I'm not. You're gonna, you're gonna, oh, so you're on episode nine? Um, episode eight. I, I got about halfway through episode eight. And then you just stopped? Then Jade came home and I had to make dinner and, yeah. Man. It's rough. And then we watched Lucas's favorite movie of all time, <gasps> Blade Runner 2049. Ayo. One of the greatest good. movies ever. You still haven't seen it, have you, Ryan? Nope. You're not missing much. Ooh. You are you are missing much. You are missing much. I Dude, there are so many <laughs> There are so many good movies out right now that you haven't seen. Why are you rewatching Blade Runner 2049? It it may be my favorite movie that I've seen in a long time. Wouldn't that like, make it your favorite I, movie? I think it, I think it deserves a second watching. I. Why wouldn't you watch Hereditary instead if you're going to watch a movie you've already seen? <laughs> or not Hereditary? What was um. Uh, the Netflix movie, uh, the 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 the, the Florida. Did there. Mm, what. <laughs> Are you talking about Annihilation? Yes, thank you. Which not a Netflix movie. Actually, it was distributed by Netflix in Canada. Yeah, not a Netflix movie. <laughs> well, like, that was the only way to watch it in Canada on Netflix. <laughs> okay, so, like, I now I've heard Lucas's defense of himself, and I kind of have heard it and been like, yeah, sure, that's somewhat legitimate, but it still doesn't diminish... The hilarity of the first statement. Similar Fair. to mine, it's directed by Christopher Nolan's <laughs> brother. <laughs> it's, uh, when you've heard the explanation, you go, oh, okay. But when you first hear it, you're like, what? <laughs> That's not right. Anyway, Andrew, what is Blade Runner 2049 like on what I can only assume is your eighth rewatch of that movie? No, it's only the second time I've seen it. Oh. Still really good. Still incredible. Mm. Just as good as the first time. Maybe not quite as good because the first time was in a movie theater, but still, this is really good. Well, there was a big band playing in the background. 
<laughs> that was that that was really weird. I was going to go see the Joker today, and then I just forgot. Mm. Wow. Yeah, Jade and I had you know plans to go see the Joker this afternoon, and we woke up this morning. We went to the gym. We went across town, did some shopping, and like right when we were getting home to do the podcast. Oh yeah, we also had to like drive her sister around for some reason. But um, I'm like, we're forgetting something. She's like, yeah, what? We are forgetting something. We got home. We're like, we were gonna go see the Joker. Had had you reserved tickets? No, no. Oh, because we hadn't decided on a showtime or anything. But yeah, I mean, we just completely forgot. Uh... I watched all of the Adult Swim limited series Gendy Tartakovsky's Primal. And I think both of you should watch it. It is really, really good uh, animated television from a guy who is maybe one of the best creators of Western animated television. Wait, this is Western animated? Yeah. Okay. Would you say Lucas, it's you... inspired by more Eastern animation? No. I, I think this is... This is kind of a lot of the... Mm. This is kind of the tone of the final season of Samurai Jack pushed even further. It, which I know doesn't mean anything to you, Ryan. Andrew, I hope that means something to you. I It, it means something to me, but... Like, so... When I went on Twitter the other day, <laughs> I had saw that you had tweeted, like, Oh, man, Primal's so good. I need more Primal. Hashtag Primal. I had no idea what that meant. So I clicked on hashtag primal and it showed me like it's this show about like cavemen and dinosaurs and all that shit. For the next two days, I've seen dozens of recommended videos that are just clips from the cartoon primal. I haven't watched any of them, but I want you to know, Lucas, that you ruined my YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) Andrew, if your YouTube is giving you primal recommendations, I have improved your YouTube. It is, it's a really good show that commits to his premise and uses the idea of this, I can't even call the main character who, I guess his name is Spear, that's what he's credited as, but nobody in the show has a capacity for language, so we never hear anyone call him that. It uses this caveman to explore a lot of kind of big human ideas and emotions and does so extraordinarily well. That's fair. It's not fair to me. (laughs) I'm not going to take your word for it from someone that says that 
Chainsaw oh, no. Man is good, oh, and no. Blade Runner 2049 is bad. Oh, no. Something really good is actually happening in Chainsaw Man right now, where <laughs> the main character sure has is, kind of defined himself by his attraction and relationship to a woman, and now he's finding that he's attracted to other people also, and he's not quite sure how that affects him, and... Man, is it a really good exploration of identity. Sure. But anyway, we're not talking about one of the greatest comics written in the past decade. We're talking about Primal, one of the greatest cartoons in the past decade. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I won't go too far into it since I can tell you guys have waning interest. But uh, I think waning one of my... is a strong word. Fair. I think Waned one of my interest. <laughs> I think one of my favorite moments in the show is in episode five, the final episode. Uh, Spear the caveman and Fang the dinosaur have this moment on the beach where they uh, uh, Spear makes a handprint in the sand, and then Fang makes a claw print in it to kind of like you know, establish this area as theirs and they are here and they are friends and all of that. But then a worm wriggles out of Fang's claw print and in a previous episode, they were attacked by snakes and Fang in her limited dinosaur mind sees this squirming worm on the ground and assumes it's a snake that's going to attack her, and runs away, freaked out by it. Uh, and then Spear, like, having more intelligence, realizing that it's a worm, just picks it out of the ground, starts lifts it up in the air, and just starts making confused caveman sounds at Fang the dinosaur, and then just eats the worm. <laughs> It's a really good show. <laughs> I'm really happy that you like it. Thank you. And it sounds way... It sounds so far up your alley that... I don't know how to finish that joke. Uh, we're not going to take this away from you by watching it. Yeah, that's true. Ah. This, is, this is firmly your thing. I kind of... I see where Andrew's coming from. If we watched oh. this and we didn't like it, it would probably <laughs> I take mean, something away from you. We saw what happened when we watched Redline. We're oh, not willing no. to put you through that yeah. again, Lucas. That's, wow. That's true. I I respect you too much to take an interest in something you like. What if I told you that Tom Kenny voiced monkey men? I'm, I'm further away now. <laughs> I'm less sold somehow. <laughs> Tom Kenny, one of the most respected voice actors, maybe in a generation, is just going ballistic in a sound booth, but okay. Yeah, but I've only really known him as Spongebob. <laughs> so, yeah. I think that, unless we want to talk more about Chainsaw Man... Or Hell's Paradise, which is another comic I like a lot. Oh and Andrew, <laughs> make it stop. Andrew, keep an eye out because once it's an anime, I think it's going to be the next Attack on Titan. 
my god. Which I know you like, <laughs> Andrew. Don't even try to deny it. And actually, there's some weird shit happening in Attack on Titan right now. <laughs> Lucas could just yeah. do the podcast on his own. This is like when Lawrence on Funhouse sometimes like just goes off on these tangents. And everyone's in on the bit, Best but Buy. like you can tell that he can actually talk about this for hours. Like straight, without ever breaking at all. Which all of us can do about topics that we love, I hope. Yeah. That if if there's ever an episode where for some reason only one of us can do the podcast, I think that's what it should be. It should be like a vault, a vault episode of one of us just talking about like things that we like for an hour and a half, and then we just throw it up. And we're just like, yeah, there you go. It could be an unofficial episode. It could be like a spinoff, but yeah, be kind of fun. Or if we want to start a spinoff podcast as like a tween week episode where it's just one of us maybe like one of us could be a moderator like semi trying to keep them on track while the other person just rambles <laughs> i think it'd be fun i'd, be, I'd be curious how long in a row i could just literally talk about random football things just like train of thought stream of consciousness whatever comes to my head just like no planning document no not, planning not, document no that not would ruin using a planning it. document absolutely not no it would literally just be like i'd start talking about my love of the green bay packers mm. and eventually it would get into like the logistics of a 3-4 defense versus a 4-3 defense and then various press techniques and what's most effective on third and short like just ridiculous shit it would be fun Speaking of football and moving firmly into the group chat, play music. Music over. Green Bay Packers play the Lions tomorrow. Yeah. It's the first episode where it won't be after a Packer game for a while. Yeah. yeah. Um, I guess pretty... I'll let you know how it goes next week. Pretty confident the Packers are going to pull away with a W on this one. To that again, I thought that going into the Eagles game, so... It's going to be a tougher game than yeah, I was, people made yeah. it out to be. I think both of those games are not easy W. I think <laughs> yeah, this Lions game will not be an easy like, W. Uh, the Eagles, the Eagles jumps. Yeah, the Eagles weren't either. So I, I will be curious how we fare. Um, confident, but uh, cautious. You got a couple of questionable injuries. Mm-hmm. Adams is out. Darnell Savage is out. Um, Robert Tanyan's probably still going to be out. Going to have some holes. Don't know if Corey Lindsley's going to be back. Hmm. So, but at the end of the day, you got the one most important player. Uh, looks like Lindsley is expected to play. J.K. Scott. Yeah, J.K. Scott is actually the MVP. <laughs> He's been insane. High key, the MVP. What'd you say about Corey Lindsley? He is going to be playing. He cleared the protocol today. Nice. Nice. Um, It's good to know, though, that Lucas Patrick can do the job if we need it in a pinch. I mean, no offense to interior linemen, but Hmm. it's not as hard to step in compared to, like, a tackle. Tackles are just a lot more valuable. <laughs> yes. You, you you could probably say that your blindside tackle is more important than the three interior linemen combined. So, yeah. 
I feel bad for guards and centers, but, eh, you know. It's not exactly... It's not that the position isn't important, it's just that more people can do it. <laughs> it's, it's a mixture. <laughs> your offensive line needs to function as a unit, and your guards are going to be most influencing... You know, this is the hour and a half podcast. Would you, would you call it an absolute unit? <laughs> no. Um, unless you are the, I don't, I guess I haven't even, I haven't even seen a real standout offensive line so far this year, but yeah, I'd be curious. Um, maybe sure. Yeah. But they really are just kind of the two linemen on the left side, which once again, really hammers home the importance of the, the blind side linemen, but basically guards are most important to run support. And this is a passing league and pass protection is King. So I would argue you could spend as much money on your left tackle as Probably even the remaining four linemen, but right tackle is also going to be semi-important. So definitely at least like your two guards in your center. Um, it would be more important. So. Yeah. Well, this looks like another week in a row in fantasy that I'm going to lose because of an injury. So that's a shame. Who got injured last week that made you lose? Um, I forget. Uh, let me pull up the league history. Oh, Wayne Gallman. Yeah. Well, you you lost by sixty points last, <laughs> last week. Well, I got uh, Mahomes also had that ankle injury that had him limited for a lot of the game, and uh, actually. Here's the thing, though, Lucas. the The guy that you're playing had Todd Gurley as his running back, thanks to yours truly. And (laughs) Todd Gurley is out, right? Mm -hmm. So then the guy that he put in as his running back, his backup, also got hurt in the game and had three points. (laughs) Wait, did he put in Daryl Henderson? No, no, no. He put in Chris. I mean, like Shane's backup, the guy in our league's backup. Cut that name. Um. But, like, he, he also got hurt and didn't really play much. But still look, looking like... I mean, it's it's a close game. It's a close game. I, I don't got a chance, man. I'm going to lose by five points, and it sucks. Yeah. You don't know. <laughs> Corlin yeah. Sutton could get a cut, touchdown. Robbie Gold can kick a long field goal. I'm wanting that number one spot. You got to earn it. I, that's true. You're not you're not number one in points four. That's true. That belongs to Andrew, with me at hey. number two, but not after this week because I am also losing. Then again, our league oh. is getting weirdly stratified. Where I feel like making the playoffs isn't going to be all that of much of an accomplishment. Really? Mm. I disagree. Yeah, I was going to say I'm, I think I'm going to be fighting for my playoff life again this year, despite my team being in the top two or three. In points four, which seems to be my perennial fate in this league, is always barely making the playoffs or barely missing them, even though I have arguably the best team. Fair enough. Even if you're, like, doing poorly in the league, you can still wheel and deal. You could play the waiver wire. Yeah, but I'm not doing poorly. No, no, no. I'm I'm saying, like, in general, because Lucas is talking about, like, we've got a clear tier of teams that are good and teams that are bad. And I, I don't think it's as clear cut. Okay. Sure. I thought you were talking about my team, and I'm like, I don't want to wheel and deal. My team's good. (laughs) My team's good. I'm just getting fucked, man. I don't know what they want from me. 
Oh uh, yeah, Andrew's an expert at wheeling and dealing. He'll reach out to people for a trade and then never actually offer a trade. Well, Ooh. yeah, no, this is a, a salty moment. So I had reached out to Lucas for a trade and he said, yeah, I'm at the bar. I'll, I'll get back to you later. I said, okay. But at the same time, I had reached out to another member of our league for a trade and the negotiations for that went on for a bit and, you know, we went back and forth. And by the time Lucas actually got back to me, we had come to an agreement, me and this other guy. And the deal was I was going to give up Todd Gurley for Michael Thomas. And I said, hey, Lucas, like I, I got a deal going with, with Shane or cut, cut that out. <laughs> um, with our, with another guy in the it's, league. What, um, yes, they're going to be able to find him from his first name. You don't know. Nah. Facebook friends. They know. Um, but then Lucas is like, oh, yeah, like I'll, I'll trade you like some bench guys. I'm like, mm, I'm looking for well, more of like a I mean, hold on. Uh, high tier. No, 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 no. Because oh. I said I'm looking for more of a high tier <laughs> wide receiver. Would you be willing to trade DeAndre Hopkins? Lucas said DeAndre Hopkins is off the table. I'll trade you Odell Beckham. I'm like, okay, well, what would you be looking for then? Because, I mean, at this point, I'm like, I, I don't really want Odell Beckham. Like, I'll see what he'd be looking to take for me. He's like, I want Todd Gurley. And <laughs> I'm like, I just laughed. <laughs> I just fucking laughed. Well, the know, like issue I took with you, Andrew, this past week was that you reached out to me for a trade and then never actually offered a trade. You made well, me kind of put on the table, like, what would you, like, want to trade? Or you... No, you I made asked me for a make specific a... player, and I said, would you be willing to trade this player? And you said, no, he's off limits. So that, that in essence, that ended the trade. Yes, <laughs> but when you reach out to somebody saying, hey, let's make a trade, you then are supposed to say... I want this guy, and I will give you one of my guys for them. Not, not totally put the ball in my court. Well, no, like you have to see what people are willing to trade or what they might be looking for, how they rank their players first. You just jumped right into the, this player is off the table. I'll give you this guy and give me the best player on your team for this guy who's not not been performing. So. I, not, I don't not think on. it's unreasonable to expect somebody to actually offer you a trade when they ask you, hey, do you want to make a trade with me? Did you offer anything for DeAndre Hopkins, Andrew, or did you just well, say... Well, I said, would, I, would you be willing to trade DeAndre Hopkins? And Lucas said, no, I'll give you... Or, like, I'd be willing to trade Odell, though. And like, then he never said who he yeah. would give me for Odell. He never... Well, Odell... Odell is irrelevant in this situation. I'm going to side slightly with Lucas. Thank you. Because Ryan. I do think that you should open with some sort of offer for DeAndre Hopkins rather than just saying, hey, DeAndre Hopkins, question mark? Like, because then, yeah, he's going to say no off the table because he didn't really offer anything. Odell and all that, completely irrelevant. Yeah, the trade's over. But I, I do think that you should have said, hey, Todd Gurley for DeAndre Hopkins, question mark? That's and, fair. And I guess I guess maybe I just wasn't there. willing to to play around since I already had a deal pretty much put together and I was just checking off the boxes. And if you told me that I was coming to the table too late, that would have been fine. I respect that. Why isn't Shane No, click click click. <laughs> Why isn't that guy putting Todd Gurley in his IR and then I don't picking know. Up an extra I, player? 
I saw that. I'm like, you could have, you know, put Todd Gurley in your IR spot and picked up a like maybe who, one of the backups. Yeah, who could he have grabbed? Oh, it's almost like Malcolm Brown was available at yeah. 11 a.m. this morning. But I, 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 I grabbed te- him. I almost texted him, but I'm like, no, I'm not going to help people. <laughs> I literally, I had Sammy Watkins as doubtful since like Friday. And I was like, oh, who can I get the minute he switched out? And I was like, oh, Malcolm Brown's available, like his backup, which granted hasn't done well. So it's probably not that big of a deal. But I've been targeting him this whole time, expecting someone to pick him up the minute Todd Gurley was ruled out. No one did. And then I immediately this morning moved Sammy Watkins to IR the minute he hit the out status and uh, snatched him up. But eh, the whole the whole Rams team has struggled today, so... Yeah, that's not a, kind of weird. Not exactly great, no matter which way you dice it. Battle in California. Not much of a battle. Are the Niners legit? That's kind of an impressive jump that they've made. Because, I mean, like they, they have seriously looked good. I'm not going to say that they're the best team in the league, but they have looked pretty good. And they were really bad last year. I think it's a three-person race for NFC with... Seahawks, uh, Packers, and um, Niners. We'll see what happens with the Saints when Drew Brees comes back. They yeah. may re-enter the fold, but for now, I mean, they've been they've been winning games. Not th- obviously Teddy Bridgewater yeah, is not. Today Drew they Brees, were pretty iffy, sneaking out still a won. one possession win against a not great team. So eh, yeah, aren't, aren't the Jets see. clobbering the Cowboys? Uh, they are beating them, I believe, but the Cowboys are incredibly banged up. Mm. They they have both of their starting wide receivers out, and I think two of their and linemen. both both their tackles, yeah, yeah. So they they're they're pretty banged up. I'm willing to give them somewhat of a pass there, but yeah, weird week in the NFL. As and always. with that, and the sound of my neighbors starting. I don't even know what that sounds like on my end. A oh. Drill? Okay. I don't know. I can't hear anything, so yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, it's picking up on my end, but okay, that's good. Yay, more editing for me. That is the end of episode 70 of the Voluntary Reviewing Podcast. We would like to take this time to thank all of our supporters for their patronage, including Sensual Richard Nixon. Central Richard Nixon, you're the bomb. Salt of the earth. If you want to join them, feel free to check out our Patreon, www.patreon.com backslash voluntary underscore viewing. Got a lot of great tiers there. And of course, anything you donate is highly appreciated and you will get a shout out at the end of the show. Also, feel free to send us any questions or comments or business opportunities you might have for us, either through SoundCloud messages or through our email, voluntaryviewing at gmail.com. We also have a Twitter account where you can stay up to date at V2 underscore podcast. And of course, we would greatly appreciate it if you left a like, review, rating, All of that stuff, depending on what medium you're listening to this to. We are going to be changing up the formatting of this a little bit, probably, in the weeks to come. So keep an eye out for that. And, of course, my name is Lucas DeRyder. I'm a freelance writer, and you can find my writing online, on Twitter, at 
Lucas de Ryder. Before anything else, we should probably do a clap sync. Yeah. I'm reading, do we all have time and date pulled up? Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm reading 50, 51, 52. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's do it at 05. Sounds good. Perfection. Anything we want to say as a sign off? Uh, be kind to horses. Respect your fellow man. You can choose one or the other in life. Make the right choice. Horses <laughs> are man. Centaurs don't count. Actually, reminds me of a video game character I like that's it's based on the Irish uh, historical figure Ku Kaloon and he gets reincarnated as a centaur and is super pumped about it in Bravely Default 2 and then we talk for another hour and a half it does that raise be the following stream of conscious e- consciousness yes. episode check us out in the after show to go into no Ooh, special exclusive Patreon after show Talking viewing. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Hi, I'm Chris Hardwick, and welcome to Talking Viewing. Here with my guests, Yvette Nicole Brown, and uh, the Some other wrestler. same. Yeah, the other same three people that are always on this. Do you guys want to get into detail about how I'm totally not a scumbag? Yeah, Chris Hardwick was really weird a couple of times on those episodes, and in real life. Oh yeah. I'm going to stop recording now because this is going to be a big tangent otherwise. Oh,